Hey, Caleb, what happens when you have a really cool mother? You go see Captain America Civil War on Mother's Day. Of course you do. You're not supposed to say anything after I answer the question. It's supposed to be the act. Oh, well, it was in vehement agreement. Hmm. Okay. It's the 50th episode, guys! What? This is The Christian Artist. This is the 50th episode of The Christian Artist. Okay. Yeah. We still on a crazy One year, day. buddy. <laughs> what is wrong Woo! with you? Connor's tired. Yeah. And I'm Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's our 50th episode, guys. Dad jokes on the day after my <laughs> Um... Yeah, we, we ended up deciding not to do something weird or special for the 50th episode. Not that this isn't special, because every episode is special, because hmm. it's for you guys. Because we're mentally challenged. It's <laughs> <laughs> the real question. No, the real okay. Answer. Well, that's question. not what I was going to say, yeah. but... Oh, well, I, um, I was hoping you'd say that, But be honest. Yeah, so we're basically just going to do a review of the new Captain America movie, which is basically like Avengers 3, but, you know... Yeah. You didn't hear that from me, so... <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, it's not Avengers 3 because Thor and Hulk aren't in the Exactly, movie. yes. That's really the only um, reason. But yeah, I mean, if you don't know what this movie is, are you American? <laughs> if you're not American, are you any nationality that's in a first world country? Because you should know about this movie. Um, Did you just insult people who are poor? Oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what you just did? You were like, Okay, that's not what I meant, but okay. Most people know about this movie. Most people in pop who watch movies <laughs> okay. know about this All movie. Right. There's my clarifying statement. There you go. Um, but yeah, if, I mean, if you don't know, um, basically it's Captain America and Iron Man are fighting each other over things what? and stuff and things no. and stuff. Um but we will obviously we're not going to spoil everything right away. We'll give you the spoilery part at the second half of this episode. For the first part, we're just going to you know give you some basic ideas of like what the movie did well, what the movie did poorly, if any, um, and just you know talk about why we liked it, give it a percentile rating. So, Connor, take it away. Okay, so I would give this movie eighty-eight to ninety percent percentile mm-hmm. rating. I agree. Um. The, I think the only problem that I had with the movie, everything was done fantastically. All the combat was great. All of the, the, the physics and the, the, what's the word? Like the, I know what you're saying too. The logistics of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they all followed the same rules from combat to combat. Yes. They didn't make up new rules or, so true. you know, didn't, they didn't alter what their abilities can do in the middle of a fight Mm -hmm. in the sense. Well, it's not, not to say that they don't discover they can do new things (laughs) in the middle of a fight, but they don't change, have to change their old powers. I'm pretty sure that person already knew they could do that. Yes. Yeah. Hadn't messed around with it too much before, but, but yeah, so, you know, very good on that part. Very funny. Mm -hmm. All the characters were very well done. And, the story still focused on two people. Well, it really, had... it really focused mainly on Captain America. Because yes. it was a Captain America yes. movie. Yes, it mainly focused on but Captain America. But also on Tony Stark. Like, yeah. Because Tony Stark was almost the antagonist of this movie. Yeah. Um, And you could say that maybe someone else was the antagonist all along, but, you know, whatever. Um, 
but yeah, basically, you know, it's the story of Captain America and Tony Stark going at it. And if you've watched, uh, read the comic strip of Civil War, um, it's it's not exactly the same. And I haven't read it, but I've heard a lot about the Civil War arc. Like they talk about it on writing excuses a couple times. Um, which, if you haven't heard of Writing Excuses, it's a fantastic writing podcast that I continually plug. Um, basically, you know, it, it was about this hero registration act that you're supposed to register as a hero and, you know, the government can watch out for you. It, it's slight, slightly changed to be the Avengers themselves are, you know, going to be put in check. Whereas in the the comics, it was like every superhero in the world. But in that in the comic strips, it was a lot more known that there are all these superheroes everywhere doing things. Um, um, do you, but yeah, so it, it's, it's slightly different from that, but it focuses mainly on, and if you've seen Captain America Winter Soldier, this is setting up for that since it is a part of the Captain America trilogy. Um, and, and really now that I, I look back on those Captain America movies, I realize what they were trying to do. It was setting up for this movie. It's really what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wonder how long ago they figured out that this was going to be, the arc of Captain America because the whole point of the story is Bucky Barnes, who is Captain America's basically best friend back in the army. Um, when he was, you know, in the 1940s, um, he is, you know, missing and, you know, he goes missing in, uh, winter soldier. He comes back in winter soldier for the first time. You, you find out that he's still alive and then he goes missing at the end of the movie. And then you find him again at the beginning of this movie. And he is basically as for lack of a better term, the MacGuffin of the movie. He is the the thing everyone's fighting over. Um, the whole reason this movie happens is because of Bucky Barnes, for the most part. There are, you know, obviously, if you've seen the trailer, it's partially also because of Sokovia and, you know, in Avengers 2 and the huge destruction that uh, the uh, the Avengers tend to uh, do on every city they come across when they're fighting people. To be fair, though, I literally had no problem with any of their destruction in that entire in, in both of the Avengers movies. I felt like all of the destruction... Like, literally everything that was going on around them... It was basically like... Okay. Either destroy some of the things by accident... Or let all of it be destroyed and everybody on the planet die. Yeah, I mean, I think when you look at the Avengers movies... As opposed to, like, Man of Steel, for example. In Man of Steel, it did seem like Superman was very callous to, Yes, he to... was very trying to use... Use his surroundings to his full advantage and destroying things that probably didn't necessarily need to be destroyed. And it also, they also did that in Batman vs. Superman, which is one of the flaws of that movie, is that they basically decide to destroy things just as much as they did. No, 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 no. Batman and Wonder Woman did nothing of the sort. Well, of course they didn't, because they're not Superman. (laughs) Yeah, no, what I'm saying is that's Superman's character flaw. That's not the problem with the movie. That's Superman's character flaws. He's well, he's just. The th- I think okay. The reason I say it's a flaw of the movie is because they focus so much in that movie of we need to keep Superman in check. Superman's doing all these things, and then Superman, super, and Superman is struggling with that, and then he just goes and does the exact same thing he did that caused the problem in the first place, and throws buildings around. Even when he's like fighting Batman, for example, he's just throwing stuff around, breaking buildings. You know what I mean? Like he he does the same exact thing that he is was worrying about inside had an internal struggle with without okay. thinking about it well yeah but that that was when it came down to it yeah, and i understand that he wasn't caring about it just seemed anymore. like the the way the movie's theme was trying to set up what was happening it, it they didn't explain it they didn't they didn't hang a lantern on it well enough to be like okay uh, superman understands that he's still that this is bad that he's doing it was just oh 
then we're gonna fight now, so we're just gonna disregard all the character development we've done so far and just fight. And then when we get done with the fight, then but we'll be like, oh wait, it destroyed things. What he would have done. That was the realistic part of that. Okay, there, but I don't there, think they set it up necessarily, like they should have. It just whatever. seemed like they basically what I'm saying is it seemed like he was Superman internal struggle, and then the the minute the the fight started. All of that went away, and he was just fighting without any thought to anyone else. Well, yeah, that's that's what you do in a fight. But that's not Superman. That is Superman. That was the point of the story. Uh, okay, well, That whatever. was the point of his character. But I, I'm not Superman. saying that it was like he was... Per- <sighs> Never mind. Doesn't matter. You Doesn't literally matter. just talked yourself into no, a No, I know what I'm corner. saying. No, I know what I'm saying, and it's not what you're thinking I'm saying, but... I no, can't describe you, it well enough. You, so. just, you literally just said exactly. Whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> My point Doesn't was. Matter. Anyway, going back to Captain America: Civil War, um, I, in contrast with Batman vs Superman, which is interesting because both of the, those movies have very, very similar kind of themes, in the sense of, people, you know, superheroes are causing destruction; they need to be put in check, um, and, you know, the, the, the superheroes are going to fight each other now, but obviously. And I think you'll agree with me on this. Captain America Civil War did a much better job of that than oh, Batman vs yeah. Superman. I, I agree, and that's mainly because I like I, I like the characters more. Yeah, care about the characters, but more. also because I overall I think the movie was more well done. Oh yeah, the Civil War was. was a very very well done movie. Mm-hmm. When I when I'm going into a movie, I'm extremely critical and super skeptical. Yeah, and like right at the beginning of that movie, I was like, okay. They're doing stuff, and then the the battle started, and I was like, "This is this is fantastic!" Like I, I in every single other like superhero movie besides like the Avengers movies, I was very nitpicky about the combat scenes. Mm. Oh, oh, extremely nitpicky! Like yeah. especially with the last superhero movies that I've watched besides Batman vs Superman, like Winter Soldier, and the Amazing Spider Man two. Like the, okay, those those two examples right there, literally like the worst combat. Hmm. Oh, okay, no, okay, not necessarily Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier had some good combat. Some scenes. good combat, but then other combat scenes, I was just like, "That's you can't do that." This not and, and we'll definitely come back to Winter Soldier. Yes, <laughs> um, but then especially in Amazing Spider-Man Two, there was there was literally no purpose to anything they did. Like literally every single thing that they did did not make sense within the rules that they had set up about the characters. Mm. And in uh, Civil War, they instantly set up everything they can do in like five minutes. Mm -hmm. And they stuck with it throughout the entire movie and never once compromised on any of it. Mm -hmm. And they still entertained us with cool things that the superheroes can do. Yeah. It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Just all the way through. And that's why I, I liked it so much as a movie. And then there's the thing of, okay, uh, there's literally not a single flaw in that movie. In that movie, there isn't a single flaw. The only reason I didn't get that movie, like, 95 to 100%. Okay, Captain America Civil War you're talking about? Yes. Okay. Is because of the previous movie, Winter Soldier. Right, yes. And that is literally the, the answer to our, our like, criticism. Yeah, yeah. And, and the main reason we're saying that, is, saying that is because I feel like the first two Captain America movies did a very, very bad job of making us care at all about Bucky Barnes' character. Yes, and that um, was the the big, like... To, to, to be honest, this movie made me care more about him than any other movie yes. had up to this point. Absolutely. I felt like he was a real character, but it was too late. Yeah. You know, it, it, was, it was too late, late for it to really matter. Um, it was actually really interesting, Connor, the, the, when that entire movie I was thinking about, wow, 
This is this guy's kind of like Project Caron from oh, he is. from Power. Oh, I didn't even think about that. You got to think like that's literally what he is. Yeah, he, he was the friend of the main character yep. <laughs> who who got killed, seemingly killed. Yeah, and then they turned him into a super soldier with bionic enhancements. Yep. <laughs> How come all the good ideas I know. are taken? Well, this is the thing. We made it up separately, so I'm still going to do something okay. like it. I actually have a really interesting idea of how to do it in the the, the RPG. RPG I'm doing right now, which is not the same way as that story. Obviously, because Jason Hawk isn't the main character of okay. this version. And if you're wondering what we're talking about, we're talking about a superhero story that we made up a long time ago. Yes, called Power. Yeah. The superhero and, project. Yeah. And we'll, we'll just... We're not going to go into that because we're yeah. still talking about the movie. And we need to be done with this pretty soon because... I have to wake up super early for work tomorrow like morning. So, okay. So without spoilers, still. Um, oh, okay. Actually, let's let's quick give a content rating slash warning. Like I think there were like I count five five swear words. Yeah, there and really that was that was lot. really it. Yeah, and the only actual scene that I thought was violent was near the end with. That they won that one thing, <laughs> which is spoilery. We're we're not gonna go into what one thing. The the one thing with 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 the guy and and the thing and the, the two people. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> that's yeah, what that's, I thought you were saying. The I just only to make part sure. that I was like, oh. But that was kind of the point. Yeah, I know, I know and I, I'm not I'm not bashing that. Oh. <laughs> wow. I'm not, wow. I'm not Poor choice to, of words. Yeah. I'm not trying to be like, oh, it was terrible that they did that. No, that was like them. The most emotional bashing that. Yeah, there's, there's that. the most emotional like scene in the entire movie, and that's when it really got me, mm-hmm. where I was like, "Oh, it's so sad." But um, yeah. So also, I want to say that it was also one of the only movies that really made me like actually emotional, like when stuff was just happening, hmm. like when when that one building blew up. I actually was like, oh my goodness. Yo, yeah, me too. Yeah, I was I was like, holy cow. Well, that, because that because the character's up. reaction sold it. Yeah. Because they were like, instantly like, uh, Scarlet Witch just put her hands over her mouth and she's like, like, oh my gosh, did I just do that? And it worked really well. Oh, I wasn't talking about that part. I was talking about the other part. The other building that blew up. But yeah, both, uh, both of them I actually was like, the concerned. Part? Yeah. The other building that blew up with the people in it. With the guy and the thing. Oh, yeah. when the the bomber. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That thing. I was also like, oh, yeah. Well, that wow. yeah, that was both of them were very surprising. Yes. Because you well you, in the beginning with the Scarlet Witch, you you think that she's just gonna do it just fine. Yeah. But then uh-huh. you know she fails. But yeah. So yeah, we're, we're, we're getting we're, into spoilers. Yeah, we're now. getting into spoilers, <laughs> and we're just trying to talk in code for whatever reason. Um. But you should just go see this movie. And then oh yeah, for sure. You should definitely go see this movie. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, highly recommend it. I mean, yeah. you should probably make sure you're caught up on the Marvel lore yes. and watch the other movies. Yes. One of the things that we this. didn't do was watch Ant Man before watching this. And movie. we, w- I wish we would have. Yes. It would have made it a lot better for me. I think. Well, I don't know. Maybe, Maybe it wouldn't. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe it's it better have. we watched it now and then got sold on Ant Man and then gone back. But maybe not. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't like... I don't think anyone really said it was a bad movie. It just wasn't like... Fantastic. Fantastic which is pr- which, which to me would be like, yeah, okay, it's a bad movie. Okay, because if you, it's a really bad movie, you can just go to it and make fun of it. But. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's like, it's promising yet disappointing, it's just disappointing. Those are the worst movies. But it does yeah. depend on your expectations. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's, it's also like the thing with Brotherhood. 
is mm. the expectations were so high because it was so good. Right. And then it was just like, oh, no, okay. where are you going yeah. with this? I don't like it anymore. The, um, the, the same amount of disappointment is the same. The, the, the amount of excitement that you get from the show or movie or whatever is the same amount of disappointment that you get. Okay. Yeah. Um, so basically what I would say is, and I tweeted this, but basically like the three, three main things I really liked about this movie was the, you know, the characters are very, very solid. The story is just really, really solid. It's yeah. just the foreshadowing's great. Yep. Everything is is structurally sound. Yep. The story was yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah the the story was very impressive overall. And, and, and it wasn't okay. It wasn't like this brilliant masterpiece of storytelling. Yeah, like it was for all time. Like you know for the way of kings for, for example. Lord of the Rings. You know what I mean? But. It was just solid. Like, there was no yeah. part of that story I could point to. Like, well, okay, that's a weak link in there. Yeah. It was just all very, very solid. Yes. Which, which is great, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think... And, and then the my third thing I was going to say is it, it, it did an ensemble cast really, really yes. well. Yes. Like, the, the, the three other ensemble cast movies in the Marvel Universe are Avengers 1, Avengers 2, and Guardians of the Galaxy. If I was to rate these just by how well they did an ensemble cast, Guardians of the Galaxy and this movie would be very, very close to being the top. Um, really? Yes, because of these reasons. Because I think Guardians of the Galaxy is, my, is, is really high simply because they did it without any setup from other movies. Okay. And that was really impressive. All right, because the ensemble cast worked really, really well, and we didn't even know the characters before this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think the reason that I think this movie might have done it better, the Civil War done it the best so far, was because we had gotten all of that backstory from all of these characters. We knew them really well from all of this stuff. And you had the, the new introduction of Scarlet Witch, Spider-Man, and um, Ant-Man... Black and, and Black Panther, and that mix the, the the mix was really well done. Where they had the new characters and the old characters and, and, in, uh, interacting, Vision. Uh, and, Vision. and Vision interacting. Well, he was in the last movie though. He was in Avengers too. So well, so was Scarlet Witch. Yeah, but she wasn't in the team until yeah, she was. Well, until the end. Okay, she was at the Spoilers! end. Spoilers! Ah. Okay. I'm assuming they've already watched the yeah, movie. Yeah, it's like, hey, let's watch. So listen to the review of the next movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. See, that, that, I, that I apologize movie. if I just insulted you, and that's what you're doing. Though, it's not the smartest decision. But, but but what I'm saying is the reason I liked the ensemble so well in here is because they did that mix so dang well. Like, I was just amazed by Like, I, I walked out of the movie, and, and this was in my tweet. I was like, the characters were great, the, yep. the story was solid, and holy crap, did they just do an ensemble that well? Because I wasn't expecting it. Like, watching the trailer... I was skeptical about that bit of it. I I, I knew it was going to be a good movie because I, I I couldn't think of how it could be a bad movie given the characters that were in that movie and there and and how much built up was in build up was in this movie that the Marvel Studios would not let it flop. They would make sure they got really good directors to do it and and writers and stuff. But I, I know I, because of the basically the scene in the trailer where they're all ch- like running at each yeah. other, it seems so fake to me in the trailer. Yeah. I was like, really? They're all running at each other and they're on different sides, but yeah. it worked so well in in the yeah. actual movie. I, I think the only thing that I wish I wouldn't have done is I wish I wouldn't trailer. have watched the trailer. Yeah. yeah, I agree. The trailer was very revealing, and, and that was kind of sad because I. <laughs> 
And that was kind of sad because dad was our dad was yelling in the background and saying, told you so kind of a thing because he never watches trailers. So, um, but, but this is the thing. Most trailers, like, for example, the 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 shark movie that we saw the trailer of, oh, okay. uh, what was it? The Tide? Shallow Tides. Shallow Tides. That's a tr- that's a g- example of a really good trailer that doesn't really give away a whole lot. It, to be fair, I, we don't know how the movie ends, so it that's might a good have point. given away quite a bit. That's actually a good point. Okay, for uh, let's say Doctor Strange, for example, then. That's a, that's a good... We still we, haven't seen that one. No, but this is the thing. <laughs> I, I can tell automatically from that movie for sure that they do not give a whole lot away because they don't they don't even give away any significant pieces like the uh the Captain America Civil War trailer it was very obvious that Tony Stark and Captain America were going at it i want to punch you in your perfect teeth you know yeah. all of that th- those lines back and forth and you got the very you really got the gist of that it's doctor like, strange yeah. you have absolutely no idea what the crap this guy is doing yeah. what the point is but you're intrigued because of the visuals because of the the acting was very well, very well done in that trailer. Just Benedict Cumberbatch's fra- uh, facial expressions were very well mm-hmm. done. Um, and I wish more trailers were like that trailer because I could watch trailers then all the time and not yeah. feel like I'm actually missing something. So like the World War Z trailer, for example, th- that was one of the things that I, I wish I hadn't watched that trailer because it totally gave away the whole uh, zombies climbing atop each other to go over a wall thing. Yeah. Which would have been so well, so great in the movie if I wasn't totally expecting it. Yeah. But yeah, so don't, if you haven't seen this movie yet, I don't know why you're listening at this point <laughs> yeah. if you haven't seen it, but don't watch the trailers. If, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you've you had probably or have. have. I'm sure you've already made the decision of whether or not to do that by now. But. I don't know. The main reason I watch movie trailers is because I just want to know whether or not it will be interesting. Like, yeah. if they can sell me on a trailer, then they can sell me on the movie. Yeah, but, but usually the trailer always gives me the wrong answer. I like trailers, though. Yeah, no, I love trailers, but <laughs> the trailer usually just throws me off. Like, if it's a bad trailer, I'm like, well, whoever just made this trailer is just an idiot because this movie was great. Or if it's a really good trailer, and then I watch the movie, and I'm like, oh, they left out all the plot points that they didn't actually do right in the movie. Oh, so it was a bad movie. Yeah, <laughs> and, and going back to the to Civil War, there were all sorts of moments in that movie where I was like, I, rem- I, I noticed that line from the trailer, and it uh-huh. made it a little less impactful for having yep. already heard the line. Yes. Basically, every single line that Tony and Captain America have to each other <laughs> is in the trailer mm-hmm. at least half and that's disappointing yeah like just the two of them kind of a deal yeah 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 the the main lines but, but i i know why they did it is because the whole bent of the movie the reason they're trying to get people to see the movie is because of that interesting d- dynamic between, between captain america and, and tony yeah um but i okay so so a couple things just in general that we dislike before we get into real specifics um to close it out I didn't like the shaky cam. Did you notice that? I literally did not notice that a single time. Uh, all noticed. throughout <laughs> the combat, the camera was really, really haphazard, like moving everywhere while while the combat was happening. I literally didn't notice that a single, even once. And, and this is the thing. I, most of the I combats, noticed, like, I didn't close-ups. notice it. Most of the combats, I didn't notice it. At the very beginning of the movie, that first combat sequence, I noticed it a lot. And it really, like, bothered me. Like, I was like, oh what i i'm starting to get dizzy here like 
of what was happening. By the <laughs> time I'd gotten in the middle of the movie, I, I had for completely forgotten it existed. But it 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 started bothering me in the combat sequence at the beginning. I was like, oh, I really hope I don't like get dizzy through this entire movie. Like the last Airbender 3D did. <laughs> um, oh, we won't even talk about that experience. First rule of Avatar fan fan club: don't, don't talk, talk about the movie. The movie, yeah, movie didn't exist. Um, but yeah, and then we already talked about Bucky Barnes not being as intriguing a character as he could slash should have been. Yeah, like all they needed to do was make a Wax slash Wayne relationship, or yeah. like a me slash Jared relationship, yeah. and it would have mm-hmm. been perfect. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to make a great relationship between two guys. It is so easy. And, and that's all, the thing. I felt is... like that got really close to it in that movie. They, no. No, they did not. Okay. No, but that's the thing. All the interaction they had was really good. All the interaction they had was good. It was not really good. What I would have done is made something like like an Uncharted with Nate and, and Sully. Of them doing something really awesome or, or really dangerous and coming out of it and literally just turning each other and just laughing. That's all you need to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's literally, if they would have done that once, I would have been like, okay, I like Bucky. I guess part of it is because Captain America and Bucky tend to be really serious yeah. people. <laughs> that there wasn't as much of that. Like where Falcon, for example, is a very, very snarky person. Yeah. And, and so whenever he's in a scene, he's always doing the quips and all that stuff. And and I felt like there was more of that kind of thing that you're describing between Bucky and Falcon than yeah. between Bucky and Captain America. Yeah. Which is and, and this is and then and this is why I'm saying I, I, I thought I was intrigued by Bucky as a character to some extent and I I liked Bucky as a character more than I ever had in any other film. Be- I think mainly because of Falcon. Now that I'm really thinking about it, because of that character relationship between them, because they had a love-hate relationship. They had a, well, I'm allies with you. The whole reason I'm here is because Captain America wants to save you, but I really don't really like you as a person. <laughs> yeah, okay. I can see that. <clears throat> Any but, other things you might dislike from this movie? Um... Did you feel like any scene was forced? Any Any bit of it was... A bit, a bit heavy-handed. The, the, okay, the only other thing I didn't like was the really big wording that shows you what city they're in all the time. I, di- I didn't need to know that. I I literally didn't. didn't I need thought to know it that. looked interesting. Like I I okay. I, to be honest, I um I liked that they did big words instead of the classic little little words on the bottom of the screen because I, okay. I i tend to feel that's just so fake like it's like okay. oh okay you're doing that thing again thank you for All letting right, us know enough. it's 1995 fair you know enough. whatever but because they had it in such big letters and it the font was really nice and it yeah. looked cool and it because of the shots that they did while the text was on the screen it was different enough that i liked it okay uh, I, and i agree with that but there's really no need to ever do that in your movie unless it's essential to know where they are. And it was never essential to know where they were. I think it was, but really the only, the only time they really did it was in the beginning of the movie. Well, they did it like five times. When, when else did they do it? They did it when they went to Berlin, to Queens, London. Oh, they um, did it when they went to new places. Right. Yeah. No. I was fine with that. No, they were I didn't actually go, okay. No, but this is the thing, Connor. I didn't even notice it. Really? Like, and, and that, that's a good thing, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, I didn't okay. notice it in a good way. Like, it just was part of the movie at that point, and I accepted it. Whereas, like, the opening shot of when it goes to present day and Scarlet Witch is, it's focused on Scarlet Witch's hands. 
I lo- I an- admired that shot analytically. And I was like, oh, that's a cool shot. I like that. That's an interesting font and all that stuff. And then it started the movie. And then by the by the middle of the movie, when they do another one of the, the text things again, I was so into the movie that I didn't even notice it. I don't... Okay. All right. I, I mean, to be fair, we're being extremely nitpicky But right that's now. that's the thing. Because it was such a font. solid movie, yeah. the only thing you can talk about is the very small stuff. Yeah. So we should just not talk about it. Oh, oh, one of the things that I don't think I talked about in terms of good things, the humor was fantastic. Oh, yeah. No, humor was that. really solid, especially coming out of Batman vs. Superman as the last yeah. movie we saw. Batman vs. Superman had literally like two jokes in the whole movie. And both of them were from Lex Luthor being extremely jerky. No, no, no. There was one joke one time where, is she with you? <laughs> Remember? Oh, right. That, okay. That one? All right. It's okay. One joke. <laughs> And then the other one was with Lex Luthor trying to put, like, a Jolly Rancher in some stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And then making jokes about, uh, w- w- to the to the governor. The peach tea, yeah. yeah. peach tea. <laughs> and, uh. Like grandma's peach tea or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was a, a, such a refreshing, uh, a refreshing difference from that movie. Because yeah. it was very, very humorous. They never got to the point where they took themselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. And that's always, almost essential in any superhero movie because of the ridiculousness of some of the things that are happening. Um, because really when you like, okay, for example, like first time black Panther jumps out, it just looks so dumb. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that you have. And then the moment where Falcon said, okay, who's like, who the heck is that guy <laughs> that, then it sold it for me. Cause I'm like, okay, they understand that this is an extremely weird thing that just yeah. happened <laughs> and they're yeah. not pretending it's serious. That's, that's why I love the Uncharted series so much is they, yeah. they do ridiculous things with the bad guys just for the level's sake. And then, and then they talk about how it, ridiculous yeah, it was yeah. at the end of the film. <laughs> like, yeah. they're always like, oh my goodness, very th- this guy brought an entire army here. And we're just <laughs> constantly fighting these guys. And they're, <laughs> they're always everywhere, even like in these random places where there's no way ever that they'd know that we were going to be here at this moment. They're just in some random desert town in the middle of absolutely nowhere. And I still found them. <laughs> I feel like that's 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 one of the things that I'm trying very actively to avoid in the power RPG right now. Because I basically had the Eagle ag- agent show up every single place yeah. they've gone so far. And now a session six is coming up. And I'm like, all right, I can't just have Eagle show up again. Yeah. <laughs> I need to have something else happen, which is... Or just make it overly ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is the thing. They, they basically have been running for five sessions. That's, okay. that's the whole thing. They've been running from Eagle. Okay. And then they finally got to this, like, underground, like, mothballed facility that, like, no one uses anymore and no one knows about for the most part. Okay. And so hopefully Eagle, like, they're assuming that Eagle won't be able to find them there. And I totally have a in-story reason that they they could have known where they are right now. <laughs> but I decided to not do that because it would have just been like, oh, now we got to run again. And then it would have, yeah. because it, that was the end of a scenario. I'm like, okay, they ran. They, they succeeded in running. And because they did so well, like running, they they did a really good job of beating Antonio Catarazzoli. The the at a sprint? What? No, not not a sprint. Well, okay, so one of the guys is super speed though. Okay, fair enough. And that's been the main. If he wasn't there, they would have died multiple times by now. Oh, well, that's cool. But yeah, anyway, so what yeah. are we talking about? We need to we're talking about well, more. we're talking about superheroes. So that's yeah. immediately what comes to my mind. Superhero, which you get to my mind. Um, okay, so just getting into specifics, Connor, with spoiler stuff. 
getting into spe- uh, specifics with spoilery stuff, what parts of the movie did you like in terms of spoilers? Definitely the end when when the guy was like, you thought I wanted to make more of you guys, more of the you know yeah, Winter yeah. Soldiers? Of course not. I want to kill all of you. And he was just like, I'm just going to sit here and you're just going to fight each other. Yeah. I, I was I was so impressed. Not not just with the bad guy. I, to be fair, I wasn't, I don't think I was ever impressed with the bad guy. Because I, I didn't really, I, I didn't really care about the bad guy at all because of the, but the that conflict was kind of the that point. was going on. Yeah. And uh, that, that worked. And I think the more I think about this, Batman vs. Superman was almost a parallel of this movie. Yeah. And this movie did it, did it so well that, like, at this point I wouldn't want to let I'll watch Batman vs. Superman again. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's the exact... It's almost the exact same story. Mm-hmm. Um, except it's way more lighthearted. It's way more funny. Yeah. The characters are so much more interesting. <clears throat> so much more interesting. And that that moment where... Uh, it, in both of them, it's because of their parents that something happens <laughs> yep. at the very end, you yep. know? Um, but the emotional that beats just, were so much you... more believable. Yeah. And the villain. Okay, the, the villain, the Russian guy who wants to get them to fight each other... Because of the entire movie setting up the fact that people are really ticked mm-hmm. at these superheroes because of what happened, yep. and then having a random guy just mastermind all of this yep. to get them to fight each other. And what's what's interesting about this, in the, in the original Civil War arc, the, the, the main villains who set up, and then there was something like this where they set up this fight between uh, Captain America and Tony Stark, it was a group of, and, and it's just kind of funny, it was a group of... Um, it was like this organization of, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, basically people whose job it was to repair cities after superhero destroyed them. What? It was no, because Marvel, yeah, because Marvel was such a big universe at that point. And all these superheroes are running around doing all this stuff. Like literally a league formed where they're like, all right, our job, we're a bunch of construction workers. Our job is to clean up the messes that the superheroes leave. And, and they got so much money from doing it that they decided to pit the superheroes against each other to fight and break more things so that they could get more jobs and get more money. That's ridiculous. I know. <laughs> I, I, I love what they did so much more then. No, but this is the thing. And, and again, that was a... They built that up over many, many comic strips <laughs> with all this stuff. <laughs> but, but in this movie, they did it that way because... It was actually kind of similar, is what I'm pointing to, is that this guy was like... Yeah, but I, but I like this Because more, of what you've done... I'm going to at the random the, the the guy that you weren't expecting to be in charge of this. Yeah. He he sets all this up, wants you to fight each other, so on and so forth. The reason why I like it so much is that um every part of this story in the first half, for example, is bits of foreshadowing that really don't make sense until the point where it all makes sense and then you get it all. Um and I just really like that. Like, I always enjoy it when there are bits of foreshadowing at the beginning, even if they don't really make sense, but they're interesting enough. And that's what that was. That was the key thing there. When, you know, when Bucky crashed the car, when they were like reading off the the words for him, that was all interesting information because I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. There's words that they just have to read off. And then this guy is like, he resets his brain and they can just have him do whatever they want. Okay. That's interesting. That can cause a lot of problems in this movie. Oh, and he just crashed a car and grabbed something. Okay, that's probably going to be important later. And then you jump to present day, and you don't realize how incredibly significant those actions were until the moment where you realize that 
Bucky Barnes just killed Tony Stark's parents. And the reason that Tony Stark is the way he is right now is because his parents died and he's dealing with PTSD his entire life. <laughs> you know, basically, Tony Stark's entire arc for all of the movies has been... He's an arrogant person who deals with a lot of trauma. <laughs> and that, and, and basically, this movie, the highest praise I can give it is it made me want to rewatch every single other Marvel movie up to this point. Which is something that none of the other movies have made me want to do up to this point. Yeah. But okay, I think, honestly, I think the only thing that I would have liked more is if it would have been more emotional... For Captain America and Iron Man. Iron Man, it was definitely very emotional. No, for yeah, Captain definitely. America, it was more like, like, you know, I have to do the right thing. Yeah, if yeah. it would have been more like, Tony, just stop. Like, we, yeah, we can't yeah, yeah. fight. We can't tear each other apart like this. And he's just like, I literally don't care. That mm. that just just one line where, where Steve just kind of loses it. And yeah. it's just like, please don't do this. Yeah, I, I feel like they could have done a better job of... Just the emotional reaction between the two, but that's that was less of Steve Rogers' character. So I was so I'm okay with it, mm -hmm. but I still would have liked it more. Yeah, and, and it was interesting because in the trailer, it seemed like there was going to be more of that in that specific scene where you see in the trailer the you know them them punching each other multiple yeah. times in the in that facility, and you know he says the whole thing of he's my friend, so was I. That seemed way more emotional in the trailer than it ended up being in the movie. Yeah. Which was sort of a letdown there, but I mean, it still worked fine. Yeah, it worked fine, but it could have been better. Yes, that's that's the difference here. One of the things I really liked was that Captain America left his shield behind. Yes, that was my favorite thing because oh, it felt goodness. like there was an actual cost to everything that had happened, and, and the war machine being crippled. Yep. Basically, mm -hmm. those are, and I liked it because no one actually died, which I was okay with. Because of the fact that they were fighting each other and they're all superheroes. Like, mm -hmm. they wouldn't want to... They're not trying to kill each yeah. other. Like, they're trying to apprehend each other. And so they're not going to try to kill each other. But because of a couple accidents, this guy almost loses his life. He gets crippled. And then Captain America just decides, yeah, you know what? I'm leaving. I'm taking all these people with me. We're, we're going off the charts. I'm breaking these people out of prison to put me even more at odds with the government. And I'm leaving my shield behind. Because... Technically, it doesn't belong to me anyway, so. Highest praise I can give it, though, is the line from that one random lady at the funeral, who she quoted directly from the yeah, from Captain the comic, America comic. Yeah. I still have that comic as a cycle through my desktop Your, yep. background. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite comic strips ever. Oh, it's so The whole good. Stand by the River of Truth. Yeah, Stand by the River of Truth. And you, and you, you remember... the world tells you to yeah. move, you turn, you, you plant yourself by the River of Truth, Truth and, and say, no, no you move. move. Um, so good. The do you, do you remember what the actual situation in the comics of what, who he's talking to? I was not, no. He's talking to Spider-Man. Because in the comics, Spider-Man was in between to the two sides. He started off on Tony's side. Oh, that's and actually then, from the Civil War comics? Yes. Oh, okay. He started off on Tony's side. And he, he became a poster child for this whole struggle. And he was like the people they were really fighting over kind of a thing. Like, And then uh, Captain America talked to him and basically explained what was happening. And, and he's like explain to him this thing he's like hey this doesn't matter what the politicians say it doesn't matter what the world says you do what's right no matter what and, and that was the the moment where spider-man's like yeah you're right and i'm on your side yeah now. i i found it kind of shocking though that they put that in there 
I found it shocking that the entire the entire theme of the thing was, you know, Tony wants to side with the with the politics and the government and you know try to keep everybody together, and Steve is just like literally no matter what the cost, I'm going to do exactly what's right with the utmost integrity possible, and you don't get that that that's mm-hmm. looked down upon. You don't you can't get that from a movie anymore. Mm-hmm. And he did he literally did every single thing that was right. Though to be fair, I probably would have knocked out Bucky. Yeah. <laughs> I no, probably I would have not. restrained him and kept him restrained. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I would not definitely would not have brought him with to the thing. Because all the guy needed to do was brought use the code words again to the facility they went to with the super soldiers. Oh yeah. Because yeah. it, it was all like, oh, okay, it's gonna be two on five. How are they gonna win? And then it was like, wait a second. Why are they bringing Bucky? It, it is going to be six on one. <laughs> like, there's what is going on yeah. here? It's not a smart idea. Um, there's one more thing I was going to say. Um, uh, we were talking about things we liked. The only thing we disliked was the Captain America, the second Captain America movie. I think oh, that was yeah. the only reason. I remember what I was going to say. It was not that great. Is because that movie was just not good. Yeah. And, and we could definitely, and we're not going to do this, but we could talk. Yeah. We could talk for a while for a while about winter soldier. (laughs) And and it was really weird because it seems like everybody likes winter soldier. Yeah. That's one of the things. It's like, Oh my goodness. That was, there are so many deus ex machinas in that story that it just breaks. It just completely broke for me. And, and by the end of the story, I just didn't care. Yeah. Like I could care less about any of the things that were happening in that movie. And they tried to kill off, What's his name? Well, in the, the movie. This, this is the thing. They did the exact same thing that Batman vs. Superman did. They, they basically said, yeah. hey, look, we're killing off this character. Oh, yeah, you didn't think we did. No, we're not actually doing it. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. What are you, you thinking? Think, we're not going to do that. You think we're brave. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, the one last thing we should say is Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man was fantastic. I think he's my favorite Spider-Man in any Spider-Man movie ever yep. so far. I, I agree. Yep. And we didn't even get that much from him, but mm-hmm. it was enough. Like, I just... Yep, really He's liked him. Character. He he wasn't whiny yep. like Tobey Maguire tends to be, but he was nerdy, unlike the Amazing Spider-Man. Yes, Spider-Man. and I hated Andrew Garfield in every way possible. Yeah. Like he was just oh, a no, punk. Yeah, he was an arrogant punk who yeah. didn't care about anyone. Yeah, that was yeah. Can't argue with that. He was just a bad person. Like literally, he really was. <laughs> he was a bad person. Uh, I love the theme. Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. Two. Yeah. But they didn't go with the theme as much as they went with illogical decisions and mm-hmm. no combat laws, <laughs> no physics. And apparently music is created by throwing Spider-Man against different uh, poles. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently you can make dubstep by doing that. <laughs> Did you know that? No, I didn't know I didn't. that. That's apparently a scientific fact. Okay. All right. So, yeah, 90% for this movie, 88 to 90%. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere around there. there. Um, I think I'd probably give it an 80. Let's just say 89. Okay. 89%. 89%. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the greatest movie of all time, and I think that's the only thing I can say about it. Yeah, and, and I think one of the reasons that I like, so, for example, like Aven- the first Avengers movie, for example – was because it was so there was there were so many moments in that movie that were dynamic and 
whoa moments. Like, oh my gosh, did that really just happen? Like, holy crap, what is going on? That is amazing. Whereas this movie and Avengers 2, I felt like they were very similar in the way that it was just a, a solid block of goodness all the way through, which can be a good thing and a bad thing. There weren't as many ups, but there were basically no downs. You know, you know, do you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Where it, like, I got at the end of that movie and I'm like, okay, well, there wasn't, like, a singular moment in that movie where yeah. I was just like, oh my gosh. But it was just good. You know, I yeah. really enjoyed it. To be fair, the end, it was definitely a, a shocking moment. As soon as, as soon as Iron Man was like, you killed my parents, I was just like, <laughs> oh, to be honest, no. it really didn't have as much emotional impact as I feel it did for you. Really? No. Dude, I was just like, dude, like, literally, that's all I could I say. I had way more like, emotional oh. impact with Batman and his parents in Batman vs. Superman, where, where uh, Superman said oh, okay. Martha and right. well. that moment. Because, and I think the main reason is because of the opening sequence was so well done in that movie, setting up the fact that he's so traumatized by his parents dying. Whereas Iron Man, we've we've been with him for a really long time, and and it felt, and I, it felt just the taddest bit fake, to be like, oh okay, so now we're gonna deal with his daddy issues, you know, kind of a thing where the entire other movies we don't really hear a lot about his parents. Well, I mean. No, you do. In Iron Man 2, you definitely do. Oh, in Iron Man 2, I know you do. Iron Man 2, for sure. But but that just wasn't as good as a movie, though. Oh, duh. (laughs) But there was no... No, I I did not find a problem with with that at all, because there... That's Iron Man. He's not... He doesn't talk about his daddy issues. That's the point of Iron Man. And then finally, he's like, oh. It's basically like... He's been, he doesn't, he's totally blocking this off and it's causing turmoil in him, but he doesn't actually deal with it. And that's the reason this character is like how he is. Mm-hmm. And then finally it's like, oh, you killed my parents. And he's just like, I'm just going to let all out this turmoil. Yeah. It's just going to explode. No, it was definitely in character for Tony. Yes. Like I wasn't, I wasn't saying it wasn't that way. I was saying the moment in the story, like the, the storytelling finagling they had to do to get Tony to that moment was just the tiniest bit fake because it was like oh you know of course he was talking about he, he was reliving this memory at this MIT thing you know of course that this guy would find the one file that you know you know what I mean like I mean he was purposely no I know he it. was but like the moment where he was like reliving his traumatic experience at for the MIT thing I just I was like Okay, would would Tony Stark really do that? Or maybe he's just so cal he seems to be so callous about it that I think that would be a definite character thing he would do is pretend that it didn't care about him at all. And be like, Yeah, world yeah, I mean it just it is what it is. Yeah. That's a very I'm just not gonna deal with my problems kind of deal mm-hmm. kind of thing. I guess the the one thing with all of this stuff is that it does get to a point with these movies where you feel like the characters have gone through so many arcs that it's hard to make them go through anymore. Okay. You know, that's really what I'm saying is yeah. that like for the first Iron Man movie, for example, 
it was so fantastic because it was the first time we had gotten introduced to Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. And it was a very solid character arc from the beginning to the end of that movie. And then you get to Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, Avengers, Avengers 2, then Captain America Civil War. And every single movie, Tony has some sort of character arc. And eventually it gets to the point where like, all right. Does, hasn't he dealt with all his issues already? You know what I mean? He hasn't dealt with a single issue yet. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a single issue he has dealt with yet. Well, he kind of did. No. Iron Man, Iron Man 3 no. was about Never him dealing once. with the PTSD, and he basically dealt with that for the, the no, black he, hole he, stuff. he blew up everything. Exactly. That was how he dealt with it. No. That's not dealing with anything. You just blew up everything. Well, and then Pepper's gone, too. To oh, be fair, about the that. reason she's gone is Iron Man blew her up. Because he she had the, with the arm on, remember? She had the metal what arm. What was on. this? Avengers two? No, uh, no, Iron Man three. Iron Man three. Iron Man three. At the very end, when he was blowing up all of his suits, Pepper had put on one of the arms, and it didn't blow up, and she should be dead. Wait, what? No, I get Pepper what you're saying. Pepper had one of the arms on. I get what you're saying. Iron why is, Why did she leave for that? Because she's she's actually dead. They had to fix the mistake <laughs> of the movie. No, that is not. She was in Avengers two. Got her. She was somewhere in Avengers 2. I promise you that. No, she wasn't. For the briefest moment, she was in there. I remember this. No, she was in Iron Man 1. Or not Iron Man 1. She was in Avengers 1, but not, not the second one. She's in Avengers 2, I'm pretty sure. No. Doesn't matter. No, she's not. Anyway, I'm she pretty died, sure. Caleb. She's she dead. She did not die. She's dead. Did you understand anything that happened in Captain America Civil War? They were like, oh, sorry, she canceled the last minute. She can't be dead. She canceled the last minute because <laughs> they she... found out she was dead. That is, Connor, Captain America would have been way more emotionally distraught if that was the case. Do they I have mean, a really cool mean... base, by the way, the Avengers. Oh. Well, they have like a chess no, set. Really? <laughs> They were making paprika, f- paprika food. <laughs> that you know, you can do that in so many different houses, <laughs> no, right? No, I just, okay, that, oh, Vision and no, Scarlet Witch. Nope, nope, definitely not going to happen. No, no, I'm not, I don't want them to get in, uh, involved. He's not even human. Human. <laughs> and I don't even think he has a gender, really. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he does. But, no, but I'm saying that I like their friendship. Scarlet Witch and Vision are oh sure cool as friends. I like that. Oh, okay, yeah, but uh, okay, because the moment okay the the moment and this is a little bit off top. I guess it's not because we're talking about the movie, but just completely switching scenes and stuff like that. The the moment where Vision walks in through the wall, and Scarlet Witch is like, "Viz, we talked about this." I was like, "Oh." Totally sold on that character relationship right now. Like, I am sold on that because it felt so natural. It was like, yeah, these people know each other, and he's a little awkward because he's Jarvis trying to be a human, and it's great. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But okay, so we should be done now. Yes. We already gave it a percentile. Told you about content. Talked about a lot of stuff. All right, so, yeah, definitely go watch the movie. Yes. Another thing that we did today was play Darkest Dungeon, and we uh, oh yeah recorded our, our faces and recorded the video game, and we played that, and we, if you are listening to this and you're a friend of ours, you are probably, if not already, you are going to be in there, most likely. There's, like, 10 to 15 classes, so... If you're, like, a close friend of yeah. ours. Yeah, well, yeah, and... Carly, I'm sorry, you're not in there. <laughs> oh. 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 I'm sorry. Carly, Caleb, 
No. But ba- yeah, sure. basically, like, The Darkest Dungeon is a game where, like, it's it's a classic dungeon crawl, kind of, like, going through this haunted ruins and stuff like that and fighting monsters and whatnot. And uh, it's, like, turn-based combat and so on and so forth. It's a really fun game, but basically, like, all, there's, like, 12 different classes or whatever, and we're naming, we're going to have one of each of those, and then going to name them based on the friends that we know. So. Yeah. And then we're role-playing to what they would do. <clears throat> and making of, lots of jokes. Yes, making lots of jokes. Role-playing off of what they would do I think depending I, on I who made, they are. I, I made like th- at least 30 puns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. And the, the greatest part about that is it gives people random quirks all the time. So, and, and some of them, you know, have to do with alcohol and being obsessed with dead things, <laughs> you know. So it's pretty funny uh, to to see your friend and be like, oh, he is now obsessed with alcohol. <laughs> Apparently. Hmm. But yeah, so we're going to be, well, we recorded that. I'm going to put it on YouTube at some point and I'll put a link to, in the liner notes of one of the future episodes of this podcast when we actually get that up. So just letting you know, because it's something we're doing. Yeah. So. Yeah. And if nobody watches it, we're probably going to keep doing it. So No, we're going to keep doing it yeah. because it gives me an excuse to play video games and feel like I'm doing something. Yeah. yeah it's it's, it's a good time. It's a good time. <laughs> and it, it was really fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, that was fun. Sure. So yeah. Um, also, it is one of the hardest games I've ever played. So if you if you want to see it stressed out, um, <laughs> it it can be. Pretty I mean, if stressful. you want to see me stressed out, just come to my house right now because oh, I yeah. have to write like two papers this week. So, yeah. but uh, what else was it in there? Oh yeah, um, like the second dungeon, I almost died. Second dungeon, I was. Oh I was, yeah, I was you close did. to dying already. And the first dungeon was extremely easy. In the second dungeon, I was like, oh, well, I could have died right there. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> but Hannah, even... Hannah Lotch saved my life. Yes, yes, she indeed. crit healed me. And she's been on the podcast, too. Uh-huh. And, oh, soon she's going to be back in town. And uh-huh. we're going to be doing, like, a whole bunch of stuff with her over the summer. And so she will definitely be on some episodes coming up in future um episodes <laughs> well as long as she's still cool with that maybe she hates i'm us now positive she's gonna be totally cool with that guy. i don't know she might hate us now but yeah so look out for those um and secret secret i might be starting a new podcast I, did we talk about this last time i don't yes yes we did Did we okay yeah, well it's not a secret then. okay yeah. all right <laughs> but i well, might be starting a new podcast and look out for that so um yeah there you go so what's our hashtag for today connor hashtag Hashtag um, Team Captain America. No, 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 no. Team Cap, because we're definitely on. Cap no, side. but oh, they yeah, might to answer not be. to answer the moral question though, Captain America. I'd be was, on Captain America. Side. Yeah, no, yeah, Captain America was completely and utterly on the right. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no questions asked. <laughs> okay. He was, okay. That was a very black and white decision. Oh, and if I was in that movie, I'd be Ant Man. That's what we decided to. Yes. And, and Connor would be, would be Captain America. But I think we should do the hashtag on. Bashing it. Hashtag bashing it. <laughs> That's terrible. Or hashtag crumble. What was what was it, the crumble thing we did? Hashtag. Hashtag building it up. <laughs> okay, you can either do one of those. Hashtag uh, hashtag bashing it or hashtag building it up. <laughs> and uh, it's either you're either on Team Cap or Team Iron Man. And you'll have to figure out which one of those is which. And uh, so, yeah, you can find us on Twitter at Christ underscore art underscore show and at Facebook at Facebook.com slash Christian Artist Show and at our website at ChristianArtistShow.com. Have a great week, guys.